Destiny Christian Centre presents Dr. Jerome Inekwe. Dr. Jerome is a dynamic and gifted communicator who teaches the Word of God with authority and power. We invite you to listen and be blessed by this message. spirit and such that when it's done every mountain that faces and stands before you all Zerubbabel they shall become like a plain they shall be brought down they shall be made like level ground and you'll come out with shouts of blessing shouts of grace grace shouts of rejoicing not calamity not weeping not tears not sorrow but there shall be shouts of Joy and shouts of rejoicing as every mountain before you, Zerubbabel, shall become like a plain. The Good News Bible renders it like this. It says, the angel of the Lord said to Zerubbabel, this is the message. You will succeed. Oh, I need somebody to say amen right there. If that's the only thing you're going to take out this morning, he's saying you will succeed. Not might, not possibly, not maybe. He said you will succeed, not by might, not by power or your own strength, but by my spirit. The Living Bible translation says not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. You will succeed because of my spirit, even though you may be few and weak. Are you listening to me this morning? Destiny London, Destiny Leeds, and everyone around you. It does not matter who in terms of physical size is with you or not with you. God says you will succeed even though you are few or even though you may be weak, even though you may not have the strength to do it in yourself. Thank God it's not by might. Thank God it's not by my power. But thank God it's by My spirit, says the Lord, because the truth of the matter is your strength and mine is not sufficient to get the job done. Your abilities and mine, your wisdom, intellect, your insight, and everything else on its own is not sufficient to get the job done. Your power may fail. Your strength may wane. Your natural and physical strength may diminish over time. Thank God that he is not limited to our natural strength and natural capacities. He's saying, I'm able to supersede that, and you will succeed. Touch your neighbor, say, you will succeed. Tell them on the other side, you will succeed. And touch yourself and shake yourself so that you know it. You will succeed. You shake yourself. Wake yourself up this morning. Why so downcast, oh my soul? Talk to yourself sometimes. The Bible says that you got to possess your soul. You got to not allow your soul to run away with you because sometimes your soul could take you places that are dark, take you places that are depressed, take you places that are so fearful. And you got to possess, you got to bring it back and root it and center it. Not on what I feel, not on what it looks like, but on what thus says the Lord. So you got to speak to yourself and say, I will succeed. Come on, one more time. I will succeed. Hallelujah. Now, here's the thing. If I was saying it with my own strength, then maybe you'd have reason to question. 
If you are saying it based on your own capabilities, then there will be reason for you to be fearful. If you were saying it based on your own abilities, then quite rightly, you'd have reason to go home and be depressed and think, can I really make it? But I thank God that it says, by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Not Jerome Anekwe, not Stephen, not Bob or whatever your name. This is God taking ownership for himself and by himself. And that's why this morning there's a shout in your spirit. That's why this morning there's a hope for your tomorrow. That's why this morning it's not over because God is still in the house. The names of God, Hebrew Bible says it like this. This is the word of Yahweh unto Zerubbabel. You will succeed, but it won't be by might or power, but by my ruach, says Yahweh Sabaoth. Hallelujah. On, fun, on, on, on New Year's night, we looked at it from the Orthodox Bible, the Orthodox Jewish Bible. And he said, this is the Devar Hashem unto Zerubbabel. The Devar Hashem. Saying, not by might, nor by koach, that's your natural power, but by my ruach hakadosh, says Hashem Taboas. Hallelujah and amen. Not by might. He said, this is the word, the devar, the devar Hashem, the devar Hashem. This is the word. It's a word that speaks about a thing that is able to produce, able to conceive. In the natural English grammar, we sometimes define it as a noun. For example, the word chair, that's a thing. Are you with me? That's a thing. It's a noun. But this word devar, it's a word thing. It's a word that is able to produce. It's a word that is able to deliver. The best example I can give you is if you go to the book of Luke chapter 1, when the angel of the Lord, angel Gabriel, appeared to Mary. Would you turn there very quickly to me? With me, please. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say amen in London and Leeds. Hallelujah. And all across wherever you are. The Devar Hashem. This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, unto God's people. This is the Devar Hashem. The best I can explain it, if you go with me, Luke chapter 1, please. You remember when the angel Gabriel visited Mary. We've just celebrated Christmas, Christ's birth, to speak and to announce that she shall have a son. The angel showed up and said to her that you are highly favored and the Lord is with you. And blessed are you amongst women. This is Luke chapter 1, verse 28. In verse 29, when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind that what manner of salutation this might be. And the angel of the Lord said to her, do not fear, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Somebody say, I found favor with God. Uh-huh. And he says, because you shall have a son. And he said to her, you shall bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. He shall reign over the house of Jacob and his kingdom shall never end. And Mary said, how shall this be, seeing that I know not a man? 35. The angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon you and overshadow you. And therefore, that holy thing which shall be born of you 
shall be called the Son of God. The Holy Spirit shall overcome you. And the power of the Most High shall overshadow you. And that holy thing that you shall produce that shall be born is going to be called the Son of God. Remember, we said the word davar. Davar, a word thing. Word, not like noun, which is not a word that is able to produce. The angel showed up to Mary and said, that holy thing. What did God angels say to Mary? It was a word, wasn't it? It was a word. And Mary, the Bible says, received that word and said, be it unto me according to thy word. She received that devour thing. Oh, glory to God. And the holy thing that was conceived inside her was able to produce, able to become able to have flesh and dwell amongst us. Are you hearing me today? What are we saying? Thus says the word of the Lord, the Hashem Davar to Zerubbabel. This is the word of the Lord. What are we saying? In 2020, whenever you find a jam, whenever you're in a situation, God will bring you a Davar Hashem, a word, a holy thing that as you receive it, it will conceive inside you. It will produce and give you ability to break through, to break forth, and to break out. If you receive that this morning, say amen for me today. What's he saying? You're never going to be without word. You're never going to be without revelation. You're never going to be without instruction from heaven. You're never going to be stuck. I don't care where you are right now. I prophesy a devour Hashem to help you in the name of Jesus. Not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. The word spirit is ruach. Ruach HaKadosh. It's the same word we find in Genesis chapter 1. Laura first mentioned at the very beginning. Verse 1. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form. It was dark. It was void. There was chaos. And the spirit of God, the Ruach, hovered over the waters. The spirit of God was hovering. That same word Ruach that we see in Zechariah 4 and 6. And God said... And as soon as God said, the Ruach was able to go into action and bring forth and create and manifest. Are you with me here today? And God is saying, by my spirit, the same creative spirit, the same Holy Spirit, the same power, the same ability that was there at the beginning, hovering over the chaos, hovering over the darkness, hovering over the mess, hovering over what looked like it was void. That spirit was there, and he said, by that spirit shall you prevail in 2020. Say it with me this morning, in the name of Jesus. Come on, say it like you're alive. Say, in the name of Jesus, I declare, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. The final thing says the Lord of hosts. If you read in the King James Version, the Lord of hosts, Yahweh Saboath, Yahweh Saboath, the commander of the angelic armies. Yahweh Saboath means the Lord of hosts. It is a title that of Jehovah God's military might, his strength to fight battles and win. The Lord is the commander of the angelic soldiers as well as the armies of Israel. Hallelujah. Turn with me, please. Book of 1 Samuel chapter 17. Then hopefully we can see this here today. 
1 Samuel chapter 17. While you're turning, shout, not by might. Shout it loud, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. 1 Samuel chapter 17, very familiar passage of scripture. David and Goliath facing the uncircumcised Philistine, if you remember. Then David, let's just jump straight down to verse 45 because of time. David said to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield. You come to me with natural strength. You come to me with natural ability. You come to me with natural physical weapons. But I come to you. I come to you. But I come to you in my own strength. In my own ability, with my own limited intelligence, but I come, he said, come on, what did he say? In the name of the Lord of hosts, there it is again, the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. You need to understand something here today. He said to him, Goliath showed up with his spear. He showed up with his shield. He showed up with his helmet. He showed up with his sword. And he stood in the midst of all of the Israelites like a giant defying his armies. It's like he's coming to you today. You may come to me with a mountain of bad credit that says I'll never be able to buy my house. You may come to me with your sword of sickness that says it's genetic and it must flow through your family line. You may come to me with a spear of limited opportunities because you didn't finish the course and you didn't graduate. But I come to you this morning. You need to talk to your mountains. In the name of the Lord of hosts. In the name of the Lord of hosts. That means that I'm not fighting alone. Touch your neighbor said you're not fighting alone. You're not, you're, not, you're not fighting by yourself. You're not in it and fighting alone. You're not beating the air like one who has no hope. That when you stand on the word and on his promises, looking behind you in the spirit realm is angelic hosts. There are armies of angelic hosts wishing and standing and doing bidding and battle on your behalf. Are you with me today? I pray this year you will see angelic intervention in your circumstances. You will see angelic interruptions in the things that the enemy was planning and the angels of the living God will fight on your behalf in the mighty name of Jesus. Someone say, oh, I don't even know if that's possible. I can't even believe that or think it or see it. I'm glad you mentioned that. The book of 1 Kings chapter 19. If you would just turn there very quickly for me. The book of 1 Kings chapter 19. The Assyrian army began to assiege the children of Israel. And an evil king by the name of Sennacherib showed up and began to taunt them, and began to threaten them, and began to encompass around them, sends a delegate to them, and begins to speak and taunt them, and say, we've built 
and we've destroyed armies ahead of you, and their gods never helped them. What makes you think, children of Israel, that your God is going to be able to withstand us? Are you listening to me here today? He shows up and begins to taunt and begins to mock and begins to speak and begins to ridicule them and tell them every army that showed up before us, they had gods just like you. And we trashed them and smashed them and left them for dead. What makes you think that your God, who has no arms, who has no legs, is not even made of wood, is able to save you? And he taunts them and says, you better bow the knee. Because it's not this time tomorrow I will make you eat your feces and drink your own urine. Can you imagine that? And begins to taunt and taunt and taunt. And the children of Israel, they go before God. And Hezekiah begins to pray and ask the Lord. Touch your neighbor say, you got to know how to pray this 2020. you got to know how to worship when the armies are amassed around you. I haven't even got to King Jehoshaphat in Chronicles, 2 Chronicles 2020. And we'll talk about that if time permits. I haven't even got to all those other situations. He began to taunt them and they began to beseech and search for God's hand in the midst of enemies that were bigger and stronger and mightier and more advanced than them. And the Bible says, are you in First Kings chapter 19? The Bible says that the Lord God sent an angel. Somebody say an angel. Say it loud. Say an angel. Come on, say it one more time. Say an angel. Hallelujah. Second Kings chapter 19. I'm sorry I got so excited. I missed my call, my, my turning. Second Kings chapter 19 is the whole chapter. Please look at it for time. The Bible says that night in verse 35, the angel of the Lord went out among the Assyrian camp and killed, put to death, 185,000 men in the Assyrian camp. And when the people got up the next morning, there were nothing but dead bodies in the valleys. Are you hearing me today? Don't tell me that the armies of the Lord, don't tell me that the Lord of hosts, Jehovah Saboath, is not able to defend and fight and release angels, angelic hosts to help you. In fact, even right now by the Spirit of God, I prophesy angelic help for your people today in the name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus hallelujah 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 so he said it's not by might he said it's not by power he said it's by my spirit says the Lord revelations 3 and 8 he speaks to this church and says, I know your strength. See, I know your, we your works. I've set before you an open door that no man can shut. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I set before you an open door that no man can shut. Lift your hands and receive that this morning. I, I sense that in my spirit. I don't know what that means for you, but you receive that open door today. Receive that today. By reason of the spirit 
anointing receive that open door that no man can shut. This is the kind of door that opens like it was when Peter was in prison and they had been praying and praying and the angel of the Lord shows up to Peter and he leads him out of the prison and he leads him through the town and he leads him to the city gates and as they approach the gates, they open automatically. Father, thank you today. Go on, just speak to him right now. This is your moment. Just tell him, Lord, I thank you for my open door. I thank you. Whatever that means for you today, whatever that means in your heart and in your life, that no man, no man, I don't care how strong they are, I don't care how much money they think they have, I don't care what they think they got behind them, if God sets that door open, it cannot be shut. got strength to do it by myself. God said, I know you have little strength, but you have kept my word and have not denied my name. So as you keep his word, as you keep his word, as you don't deny him, his ability, don't deny his grace, don't deny his hand, don't deny his love, don't deny, shut down. Deny means to shut down his ability to help you. Then he will flood in, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Psalm 44, he spoke to them, verse 1 to 3, and he said it was not by the sword that they won the land, nor did their arm bring them victory, but it was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face upon us because he loved them. He gave them victory over Egyptians that were greater than them, mightier than them, stronger than them. Not because of their strength. They were fewest in number, but because of his arm, his right hand, and his face that shined upon them. That's why I was saying this year, no matter what happens, this year, because it's not by might, not by power, by my spirit, this year, no matter what you do, make sure you covet the anointing. Covet the hand of the Lord over your life. Covet his hand upon your life. Whatever you do, let them take your car. They can take your goods. They can take your clothes. They can take your house, whatever. But don't let them take the hand of the Lord over your life. He can take your dignity. They can take your good name. But don't let them take the hand of the Lord over your life. Lift your hands and say, Lord, keep your hand upon me. Keep your hand upon me. Keep your hand upon me. Because they can take all those things. They can take the car. They can take the job. But with the hand of the Lord on your life, you can get it back. You can get more. You can get extra. You can get more than all of what it is that natural man can take upon you. Whatever you do this year, say, Lord, keep your hand upon me. There was a man, his name was Jabez. He was born in pain. He was born in unfortunate circumstances. He was born in a place of distress. And his mother cried out and he lifted up a voice and he prayed and said, Father, keep your hand upon me. Bless me indeed. Enlarge my coasts. Keep me from every evil and let your hand be upon me. 
Come on, cry out and say, Lord, in 2020, keep your hand upon me. Let your hand be upon me. Let the hand of the Lord not depart from me. Let your spirit rest on me. Because it's not by might. It's not by power. It's by my spirit, says the Lord. Let them take the car. Let them take the house. Let them take the goods. Let them take the job. Let them be vying for stuff and doing stuff and compromising themselves in order to get promotion and feel like they're climbing over you. But you just say, Lord, keep your hand upon me. Let them take it. If they need to do something dodgy to, in order to get that promotion, let them do it. I'm going to keep your hand upon me because your hand, your anointing is the difference maker in my life. It's not by might. It's not by power. It's by my spirit, says the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 This year, we got a factor in the anointing, like I said. Isaiah 10 and 27, it is the burden removing. It is the yoke destroying power of God. He said, it shall come to pass in that day that the burden shall be lifted from off thy shoulder and the yoke shall be taken away from thy neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. A yoke is the thing that they harness two cattle, two oxen together. It was like a solid plank of wood and the yoke would drive them where they wanted them to go. And so the oxen couldn't go anywhere they didn't want to go. They couldn't do what they didn't want to do. They had to be driven by that yoke because the yoke was the thing that did determine their life. But the Bible says that there was a day that came to pass when the yoke was lifted and broken off their shoulders and destroyed. And it was the anointing that removed the yoke that drove them and made them do what they didn't want to do, be what they didn't want to be, go where they didn't want to go. It was the anointing. This year, more than ever before, the same spirit that Jesus prayed in Luke chapter 4 and said is upon me because he has anointed me. To preach the good news to the poor. We've got to cover that anointing. This year we're going to teach on the anointing. This year we're going to teach on what it takes to access the anointing. To keep the hand of the Lord upon our lives. To live and abide daily, daily in that anointing. To move the hand of the Lord. Because if it's not by might, if it's not by power, but it's going to be by my spirit, says the Lord. That spirit, Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1 to 3, speaks and has a personality. It has a characteristic that flows. And it flows through the spirit of the Lord. The spirit of wisdom. The spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, the spirit of the fear of the Lord, the spirit of revelation knowledge. We've got to understand how to access, how to flow, how to walk in that anointing. God says it's not by might, but by my spirit. Isaiah 11, 1 to 3 says the spirit shows up with the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of revelation knowledge. So maybe as you cover that anointing, God is going to anoint you with such wisdom, with such revelation revelation knowledge with such counsel with might and the might will be the thing that God uses not by your own ability but the anointing of might the spirit of might the spirit of wisdom counsel and revelation knowledge are you with me here today we've got to develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit this year we're going to flow in the gifts of the spirit first Corinthians 12 verse 4 through 7 and 8 he says there is one same spirit, but different diversities of gifts. The word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, the tongues and the interpretation of tongues, the discernment of spirits, the working of miracles, the gift of faith, the gift of prophecy. And it's for the profit of all, for the edifying of the body. I want to ask you this morning, 
covered the gifts, the Bible says. Covered those gifts. Come on, there are prophets in our midst. There are those that have the word of wisdom. There are those that can prophesy. There are those that work in faith. There are those that have the gift of faith and of miracles. Father, I pray in this season, stir every latent gift in the name of Jesus that they would flow and that you would work not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 In the book of Acts chapter 2, maybe we'll come to close here. Acts chapter 2 in our final scripture. Are you receiving anything this morning? Am I the only one that's getting excited and heartening? <laughs> Hallelujah. Acts chapter 2. This year, everything that moves the hand of the Spirit is your realm of operation. Whatever moves the hand of the Lord is your realm of operation. Are you hearing me today, people in London, people in Leeds? So whatever, because remember we said we covered that anointing, covered his hand upon your life. So whatever moves the hand of the Lord, that's your mode of operation. There was a time when the children of Israel were surrounded by kings, five kings that came to defeat them. And Jehoshaphat spoke and turned to the Lord and called a fast amongst the people. And they prayed and said, Lord, are you not the God? who spoke to our forefathers, who defeated enemies before us. Now see, here are these that have amassed against us. We don't have strength to defeat them. And we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. And the Bible says, as they fasted, the Spirit of the Lord came upon a man in the nation whose name was Jehaziel, and he prophesied and spoke to them and said that you are not to be discouraged. Touch your neighbor, say, don't be discouraged. Oh, glory to God, glory to God. Glory to God, glory to God. Let, let me read this. Maybe this will help somebody here today. Then the Spirit of the Lord, 2 Chronicles 20 and 14, came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah. Where have we seen that? The son of Benaniah. And said, listen, Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem. This is what the word the Lord says to you. Here is a devar Hashem. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army. For the battle is the Lord's. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 14 and 15. So tomorrow now, you march down and go against them. 
They'll be climbing up by the pass of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the gorge, at the desert of Jezreel. You will not have to fight in this battle. But take up your positions, stand firm, and see the salvation or the deliverance the Lord will give you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out and face them tomorrow, for the Lord will be with you. What am I saying? Anything that keeps the hand of the Lord upon you is your realm of operation. So if prayer keeps that hand, it's your realm. They fasted, kept that hand on them. It's your realm. We don't have time to read, but you remember the next day they got up early. They marched out and they praised and they sang. Praise and worship is your realm of operation this year to keep that hand of the Lord upon you. There's going to be some times you're going to have to dance in your closet with tears in your eyes. There may be times when you're going to have to dance in your living room with zero in your bank account. Some of you already know what I'm talking about. There's sometimes you may have to dance and praise in your bedroom with war breaking out in your home. I'm not talking to anybody here today. But there is a mystery in the spirit that happens when you worship and when you praise. There's a mystery in the spirit that happens. There's angelic hosts that move. There's Yahweh Sabaoth. There is something. I wish I could explain it. I wish I could give you point for point. But all I know is just the, the practice of it. There's a mystery that happens. We read in Proverbs 3 and we think verse 5 and 6 and 7 is about trusting in the Lord with all your heart and leaning not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct you. Yes, that's the scripture. Many of us know that. But we don't understand. There's a mystery in that latter verse. He said, in all your ways, acknowledge him. In all your ways, acknowledge him. So when there's no bread in the basket, in all my ways, I acknowledge him. I give honor to him. I remind him of what he has done. I lift my voice and begin to speak and begin to praise and begin to worship. Hallelujah. Like we sang earlier. Hallelujah. He's the one. Who moves mountains. Who calls walls to fall. And you remind him. That he's the one that made a way. Where there was no way. And you worship. You move mountains. You cause walls to fall. Lord in your power. You perform miracles. There is nothing. That's impossible, so we're standing here only because you made a way. Anybody understand what I'm talking about? Anybody understand what we're saying here this morning? Anybody get what we're talking about in London and in Leeds? You're standing in that place that the hand of the Lord will move. The mountains are beside you. The enemies are amassed against you. But anything that causes the hand of the Lord to be upon you, you tell him, you made a way. When my back was against the wall and it looked as if it was over, you made a way. Come on. So I'm standing here 
only because you made a way. Would you stand to your feet this morning? I hope I'm communicating something to somebody this morning. Would you stand to your feet? Thank you for listening to this message and we trust that it has blessed your life. If you would like any further information about Destiny Christian Center or you would like to partner with us and help us take this gospel message around the world, then please contact us at www.destinychristiancenter.org.